What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined, as always, by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago public league legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers back in the day. He was all swack. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. I've got the NFL draft analyst. He's he's in the season now. It's the uh, the off season is upon us, and um, the mock drafts are coming. You can catch his work at NBC Sports Chicago. You can catch him on the my on the the Under Center podcast. You can catch him on Football Night Chicago. You've you've been there. Under Center I ain't been since before the season began. Bro. <laughs> no, been you were you were on the other day, wasn't you? F- ethnic. Oh, I saw I you. Understand. I saw you in a little fishbowl uh, with the uh, with the ring light on. Yeah, that's day. ethnic digital. That was yeah, ethnic. ethnic. Oh, okay. ethnic digital. Yeah. Well, under center. Now I'm sure they're gonna have them on the under center podcast at some point soon. Wink, wink. Mm. Somebody out there. He is Glenn Morgan. He is our GM, gentlemen. What's going on? How you guys Hello. doing today? Man, in the words yeah. of Cat Williams, I want to tell it out. <laughs> need to tell it out. Can't sit on the couch and just lie. Can't just lie about what you're doing out there, Chicago. I tell you, what, he came. He came out on fire, man. man I mean, he, he did. did. I don't man. think Shannon said anything for the first 45 minutes. No, he just sat there. <laughs> the only thing he said was, "Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Look like you had a little bit more to sip on, man." Yeah. Uh, uh, sir, check your glass, sir. Uh, I've only had a sip. You've had more than me. <laughs> <laughs> I am of sound mind. <laughs> well, cat is a is a physical that. specimen. He said. <laughs> he said. Did he say he ran a he runs a four one forty? Said he runs a four one forty. That he read three thousand books a year from the age of eight to four to twelve. You know what? I'm not gonna doubt him. He has a heck of a vocabulary, so I, I'm does. not. I'm not. I'm not gonna doubt him on that. Maybe he has. I don't know. And yes, he's brother. and he's 92 and six in one on one pickup <laughs> basketball. You gotta remember that. Who too. counts? Who counts their record in one on one? I I can't tell you what my record would be. Somebody Amazing. Who's six, somebody who's under six feet would count them. That's. Who. <laughs> That's like counting how many points you score in a uh in a, in a pickup game. Uh, right, over the years. Yeah. Over, yeah. <laughs> over the years, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get started, man. Um our season's over, guys. Is yeah. it over or has it just begun? Right. That's true too. Yeah. <laughs> this could this could be a very exciting well, it, it is gonna be a very exciting off season because we don't might know be more stressful than the season was. I mean, we don't know what direction this team is gonna go in right now. Um, we really don't. We don't know if the head coach is safe. We thought he was. We don't know if the offensive coordinator is safe. I'm pretty sure he's not. <laughs> we definitely don't know if the quarterback is safe. We don't know what's going on with the quarterback. Um, We've got the number one, uh, graded out as the number one cornerback in the league, uh, according to to PFF. We don't know what's going to happen with him, uh, with with Jalen Johnson uh, coming up this offseason. So a lot of of question marks for for the Bears. 
uh, coming up. But I, I, I wish they would have had a better showing the last in game. Green Bay on 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 Sunday, and mm-hmm. um, they just they they got dominated up front on both sides of the ball, and that was yeah. that was that was the football game. Um, yes. Now my issue Coaching. is that. Well, my issue is that, you know, all of the uh, the the fans out there started putting blame on on the quarterback for all this. It's that's because, that's, of, because mean, of what he, happened on Sunday. Yeah, you heard I mean, a lot, a lot of it. I, I give up. It's 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 him. Yeah, you, you knew that was coming up. You knew that was what coming. What they say in Batman: uh, The Dark Knight. When you're the hero, soon you become the villain, or something mm-hmm. like that. Live long enough, you become a villain. You become the villain, yeah, yeah. Yep. And and you knew, you knew that was coming. I mean, that game, it was it was evident the man ain't have. This was over the last few weeks. This was one of the few games where the next day or after the game, when I heard somebody say he's still holding the ball too long, I shut the I shut it off. Yeah. I turned off whatever I was listening to because that to me just tells me that is just implanted in your mind. Whenever he gets sacked, it's him holding the ball too long. It's it's never anything else. It's always him holding the ball too long. That man couldn't get into a step to even get to drive the ball before he got hit on every single set, except would. one, except one because he scrambled, he broke a tackle, and then – Still got tackled behind the line of scrimmage. But of the other four, all of them came. He dropped it back. Oh, soon as he planted to look to go forward, he's hit. Boom. He's hit. There was, there was a play, I think it was it was before halftime, where he drops back to pass. And he got sacked. And all five offensive linemen. We're right by him, and usually the the uh, the saying is that whoever's the closest offensive lineman <laughs> to the quarterback when he gets sacked is usually their fault. Mm-hmm. It was all everybody, up. everybody got beat on <laughs> 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 one play. They were all like, there to help him up. I'm like, oh my god, like what, what's he supposed to do? Yeah, and it was at the in the moment for me, I was frustrated with with Getsy mm-hmm. in the moment. But when I sit back and really look at what he tried to do, it was like it was nothing he could do. He tried to run the ball. We couldn't run it. He tr- maybe we could have done some quicker passes, maybe. That's well, probably it. But outside of that, he tried to establish the run. Tevin mm, Jenkins yeah. had his worst game. As Is it a worst, worst game as a pro? Worst Absolutely. game as a pro. And Absolutely. Like, Tevin has been my favorite lineman. He had his worst, and he came out and acknowledged that. There was, you know, there was, none of them had good games. None of them, none of them. You know, and it none was. Just I was like, I get okay. Feeney, Feeney had to start at center because uh, uh, Patrick was hurt. He's not good. Uh, Nate Davis got hurt uh, in the first half there. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryson Jones didn't have a good game. Um, yeah, even even Darnell Wright wasn't. Wasn't great, but and yeah. and and in all that, he threw sixteen passes, completed eleven. When he had time, he looked amazing. He, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he had time, he looked amazing. 
No like, fumbles, no interceptions. No fumbles, no interceptions. You know, and it just it's sickening that numbers is such a big deal oh, for yeah. these casual fans now. He didn't he didn't play up to Jordan Love. Well, if you if you look at Jordan Love, you look at the at the Packers, they gave him time to throw the ball on Sunday. Man. Well, those receivers aren't big name receivers. Those are young exactly. receivers. The youngest team in the NFL. Don't matter in the NFL. If you get if they're they're NFL players. If you get time, somebody should be able to get open and 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 a quarterback, a good NFL quarterback, can hit those guys. And that's on top of everything. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying, on top of everything you guys have been saying, we didn't tackle well. A lot of missed tackles. Uh, so the defense played poorly, like you both guys said, on both sides of the line, getting beat. Didn't tackle well. Some of the coverages were passes making right in front of them, and these guys are chasing as opposed to being in position like they had been the last month, month and a half. All the offensive line breakdowns you mentioned. Uh, I will say I agree to some extent what you're saying about Getze. I'm not putting all of this on him offensively in terms of the offensive uh, ineffectiveness. However, I think his running plays became stayed, and they pretty much knew that they're tossing left, tossing right. It's like he had like six running plays. There was not yeah. not enough diversification within the run plays to offer them an opportunity to to, to get ahead of where the defense knew where they were going to be. A lot of the penetration and some of the making the offensive line look back on top of them not doing well was the defense knowing exactly where it was going to be and and getting there before the offensive lineman got there. It's like the offensive linemen are reacting to the defense and it should be the other way around. So I will put some of that scheming or play development or play calling or play designs or just plays in general on them. That being said, the team didn't execute well. It was a complete loss. Mm -hmm. It was entire team loss. Yeah. The only people I was not upset with was Santos. And I would have been if that one ball didn't carry him in, <laughs> but, but Santos and Justin, because I, I it, I have a hard time putting any of that on Justin. And outside of someone saying, you know, become Superman to where somehow you pull the entire team and you save the day, which isn't really realistic, it was very difficult. And all of that, all of what you guys have said, part I just added in, they still on the road only lost by one score. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we're not – we're not as far away, and Green Bay is not as good or great. Someone pointed out to me how some very average quarterbacks had completed and done very well against Green Bay the last few weeks. You know, uh, Bryce Young, uh, Danny DeVito, and a couple of other Did you call him people. Danny DeVito? <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> a couple of other uh, teams that weren't doing well. With that being said, it's like, I'm not blaming Justin because he didn't do those things because it's hard to do anything if you're getting pressure up the middle. The mm -hmm. best way to stop athletic, mobile quarterbacks like him or Lamar or Deshaun Watson or anybody of that ilk is pressure up the middle because you don't have to rush from one side to the other. Your edge rushers can just hold and contain. And so he has nowhere to run. He's running into a tackle, either whether he goes left or right. You get that pressure up the middle, it's quicker. It's more to you. If you're trying to pass, as you mentioned, the edge, you can't step into it. So now you're caught trying to step into a pass. And so your, your ability to scramble or evade has been minimized. And then, like I said, if you go left or right, you're running into someone who's already there waiting for you. So that was a complete failure. And it looked bad for the organization. And it, it looked bad for an organization that's had to make some very, very tough decisions going forward. 
I got I got into a little uh, Facebook skirmish on that same topic about uh, Bryce Young and how he looked against the Packers. You know, someone someone said, well, the, the uh, Panthers offensive line uh, isn't as good as the Bears offensive line. And, and Bryce Young was able to put up some numbers. He put up 30 points against the Packers. And I was like, yeah, but Green Bay's defensive line didn't dominate Carolina's mm-hmm. offensive line like that. I think uh, Bryce got sacked twice in that game. I mean- <laughs> and they and they only had one tackle for loss outside of the sack the, in the, in the, against the Bears. It was five sacks. I think they had 10 tackles for loss. Uh, I, that means that means the the bear the bears got dominated. So you know, there's I, I nothing just, I, I nothing hate, to do there. I hate when folks look at what somebody else did versus a team. Like, like sometimes it's all game plan, right? First off, Green Bay was dominating that game versus Carolina, so it could easily be said they took their feet off the gas and just said forget it. Because I think at one point the score was like thirty to thirteen, like and. Carolina started coming back. Like, but different opponents bring different game plans. I mean, just like they talk mess about oh man, Justin couldn't couldn't dominate Arizona in the passing game, you know, but and oh, y'all only it's Arizona. They're not even that good. But now what are they saying? Because Arizona beat beat Philly. Beat Philly, yeah. You know, like like it's things it's the NFL. They're all pros. Like things, things can happen. Things can happen. Like they they dominated us up front that day. Like to your point, matchups. The Giants beat the Eagles twice this year. Exactly. The, the Giants. And you, you can't tell me Philly wasn't trying to win both games. They had all the players out there. They're trying to they're trying to get uh, the winning division so they have a buy or whatever it is that could be in the benefit of the playoffs. They tried to win both games, lost to the Giants. Mm-hmm. The Bears really should have beat Detroit twice, to be quite mm-hmm. honest with you. So it's it, the Bears and, should be and, I mean, it's and Detroit plays Dallas tough, tough as nails <laughs> at home when Dallas been beating everybody at home. Almost gave them their first home loss. You know, it's it's like this is the NFL, people. Like every it's any given Sunday, anything <laughs> can happen. Like it that just irritates me, man. Watch the games. Just watch the games. But it's clear that a lot of people are watching the games and just have what they have in their mindset. Like, like yeah. I, I, I can't believe people. I think a lot, saying, a lot of people don't know what they're watching. That's, man, that's the but, but there's some people that's, that that's being able to talk to too many people in society doing that though. Abundance <laughs> on their talent. Like, like, like David Kaplan want to show the whole, uh, one of them uh, Green Bay players talking about the game plan versus Justin. Like, dude, I don't care about that. That's just if we just keep them in the pocket, we 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 know we got a chance. If they kept him in that pocket and didn't get the pressure that they got, they were going to get carved to death because that's what he was doing to them. It was the pressure that they got on him mm-hmm. that held us in check. Big time third down sacks, multiple. Like I want to say, them that all of them came as drive killer, especially yeah, the three yeah, field third, goals. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you know, it was the pressure because when he had time in that pocket, he was finding somebody. Well, at so, one stretch, Getsy kept running the ball on first and second. 
Yeah. And you had and you have third and long. You had for like mm -hmm. about maybe four or five whole, or maybe longer series, it was third and seven, third and six. Nothing shorter than that. Yep. Yep. Or third and long. I want to say and that whole third quarter. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, you're you're setting yourself up to be in a bad spot. And it, a couple, even if you convert a couple of them, you come right back with the next series and it's third and long again. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, pass on first down, dude. Dude, you know, it's funny. Getsy seems to be like this reactionary creature. Okay, hey, you throw too many screens. So he comes back the next week. Not a hey, damn three. No, no, zero. No, zero. Throw none. <laughs> like you just throw some screens, comes back, and it's just you I, get I, I, know, I, I, I was happy about that. I, I can't lie. I do. You can with give this, me but, one. But with <laughs> that you pass rush, yeah. I mean, you know, and then there are other types of screens. You ain't gonna throw the same like wide receivers, wide receiver screens to the left and to the right. There are other types of screens you can. I think they tried one, and then the Packers were all over it. And the other thing too, I don't know if people factor it in, and it's maybe a small thing, it may be a thing. Where did Getsy learn everything from? Green Bay. Right. He ain't doing anything they ain't never seen before. Mm -hmm. So that's even more of a reason why this team, just like when you saw the Raiders get their ass whooped by the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. Well, your coach, the previous coach was your head coach. Your previous head coach is a coach on the other team now. They do everything you were going to do before you did it. Now that, now that is probably something that's very disappointing about this, because both games versus Green Bay, it looked like we weren't prepared, or ultimately they just knew what we were going to do, knew, yeah. which ultimately means ROC hasn't created anything of his own help. Well, to yeah, make I mean, his offense better. Yeah, Lafleur. Le, well, think about it. Lafleur was the play caller there, right? Yep. When yeah. he was there, so he's really coordinator by name, or he was he, he was the quarterback. Coordinator. He was quarterback. quarterback's coach. Right, right, right. So he wasn't, and even yeah, the but, uh, the coordinator was the guy that's in New York now. Uh, Hackett, right? Hackett, Hackett, right? Who ended up going to the Broncos? But anyway. Uh, so yeah, he he didn't you know design anything. Everything he knew, Lafleur knew. He he knows it. But that's what I'm saying. You're OC. Yeah, you got to be able to design. Well, man, an he, offense. He didn't. He didn't get to that point. But but this is two years as OC is what I'm saying. Uh, he, <laughs> right. he, he, he didn't. Get, he didn't. Improved. He didn't take that step. And for two years versus Gr Green Bay, I mean. We've played we've played Minnesota tough in the division, even in the losing streak. Same with Detroit. It's only one team over these past two years. We haven't really well, played tough. I mean, it's been 30 years though against the Packers, though. No, no, no. But but what I'm saying is yes, gra the grammar. The Packers have dominated the, us. Them too. <laughs> but 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 we had, but we haven't even had a competitive matchup versus them, right? Yeah, I, I that's what you. I'm saying. I hear you. I mean, at least in the past, we have competitive matchups and we just lose. I mean, even in the Nagy era, we should have won most of them games, and we just let Aaron Rodgers come back out the tunnel. Like, well, we did win one. We did win know? one against them. But I'm just saying, like it's like, <laughs> like they they've looked 
so superior against us. But you know, they, they versus executed. the other teams in the, the t- other teams in the uh, division. They executed. They were able to run the football with Aaron Jones. What Aaron Jones ran for what one, one fifty almost. Yeah, like one fifteen, I think. Scrimmage total scrimmage yards about one fifteen. Okay, okay. Uh, but they were able to they were able to establish the run, and that opened up a that, play action. That hurt us. That, that's what yeah. hurt us. Yeah, that's what's been helping us over the last few months. Yeah, yeah, we were completely weeks, off so. balance on defense, mm-hmm. and then even when we weren't, we weren't tackling well. Our yeah. ability to stop the run has what is what has made our defense look so good. And the fact that we couldn't stop that run, it hurt. Uh, play action killed us. So as we record here, you know, things things could, you know, could change. But uh, let's start with the head coach, Matt Eberflus. We're, it's Tuesday now. He's still in, still in the job. Yeah, still right now. <laughs> Is he coming back? What do you guys think? I think so. I, yeah, I, I'm I'm seventy to eighty percent certain that he'll be back. I can't. Uh, I, wha- oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say I can't. I can't see at this point. Why would you allow him to do all the exit interviews mm-hmm. and all that if he's if he's not coming back? Because you gangster like the Godfather. Oh yeah. no, it's fine. No, no, you 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 you. Hey, I'm Godfather to your children. <laughs> I wouldn't make you a widow, would I? Why would I do that to my dog? Why would I do that to my sister? <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't see them doing that. I know. Um, I'm thinking back of all the firings that I've witnessed. They were all gone Monday. I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Love Lovey was Monday. Uh, Tressman definitely. Tressman and Emery were. Early Sunday Monday, night. yeah, <laughs> oh, I definitely remember that. I was shocked they was, by that. They got the R. Smith troop. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember John Fox. Nobody does. That's how quick it was. I don't remember John Fox. <laughs> uh, and then Nagy, I think they were gone. I think they were gone Monday, Monday or Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday, yeah, yeah. It was early. I the longer the week goes, the yeah. better his chances look. Yeah, unless I mean. And we're gonna talk about him later, unless somebody like Harbaugh comes up and says, "Yeah, I want to come here." I don't see that. I don't I see Kevin see Warren. I don't see Kevin Warren agreeing with that. No, I agree. I agree. Ball. I agree with you. I agree with you. Maybe he, yeah. maybe he can put it behind him though. He can say, it, you know, no, because Harbaugh is gonna want control in some full control, and if not full, a, a really big keeping mm-hmm. part of control, and there's no way. I shouldn't say there's no way, but I I I, I but can't you, envision Kevin Warren wanting to to succeed to to cede that much control to a wild card like Harbaugh in his eyes, and someone you, who he has. You get Harbaugh, you got to get rid of Poles. Almost Poles, almost less than Poles is, is he becomes a figurehead, unless right. you you definitely diminish his what he's done. And I don't, I don't see any reason why you should do that because he's been doing a good job. Right. So, so leave it alone. Get away from it. Cause you claim you love polls, but you want Harbaugh so bad. Yeah. The two, the two, the two don't intertwine. Um, so no, I, and I think Harbaugh, I, 
I'm pretty sure he's going to be on the left coast. And it's looking like the Chargers won and, and maybe the Raiders too if they don't give it to uh, Antonio Pierce. But you see, the Raiders, Harbaugh would make sense in terms of having that kind of control because they don't really have yeah, they that don't GM have, in right, place. Right. Uh, with the Chargers, maybe less so. Um, and the Spanos. But they been... fired their GM too, right? The Chargers? Oh, you're right. You know what? They did. You're right. Yeah. Because they the coach and the, I think the GM are both gone. So, mm-hmm. so either of those teams make sense for Harbaugh because of that void. Um, at the at the decision making in terms of a GM and acquiring players, so on and so forth, they might have a person do the money thing, but I'm sure GM, I'm sure the GM duties in terms of getting players is what Harbaugh wants to do. You know the classic Bill Parcells thing. You know I want to shop on my own groceries kind of kind of mentality, um, which I get. And Harbaugh, in fairness, I'd say he's earned, he's earned that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so even I've, even his time in the NFL. Yeah, right. Yeah. So so I, I, I get that, but I don't you know, I don't think that plays here, you know. As they said in Tombstone, I don't go around here loud dog. So agreed. Um so so we talked about what we didn't know. What do we know when it comes to the Bears? We know we have a legit number one receiver. We know we have a top ten caliber defense that's on its the arrow pointing up. We know yes. we have an offensive line that has potential to play consistently and better going forward. Do we? I didn't say does, but can. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, we're still what top what top five in the league in rushing a ball. Um, yeah, but you do. Well, we need a center. Need a center. I. And, I think and you, you need, need a left tackle. I think you need. I think you need a left tackle. Has Braxton Jones been a problem this year? Early on with the penalties, but I'd say pretty much since mid October, you haven't heard his name. And generally, offensive lineman, if you're not hearing you, that means you're doing your job. I haven't heard any. Most of the pressure that that he's been getting, Justin been has up been up the middle. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say Braxton's been doing his job. It's just the second year. I'd say he's. Been doing a solid job, and I'm not unopposed to getting another talented tackle. I don't think we need to spend a first-round pick on one, but someone who can play tackle and or interior. You know, you know, you got Borm. You can have another person that does that. But we definitely need a center. That That is clear. And Tevin has a bit of a you know injury back thing, so somebody that can, you know, be there depth-wise. But I think the offensive line is not the problem that it was last year. You know, when we saw how last year, the last two years, it's not that problem. So I think we don't, I think we know we don't have a, a spectacular running back, but we have a solid running back core. Core. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think you need, you don't need an all world running back. No, no, most NFL teams don't these days. Um, now, in terms of defensively speaking, I think we are enamored with our secondary arrow pointing up. Now, we said the defense in general, but if we're getting to units, I think the linebacking crew was solid. Again, you need maybe one or two more players for depth. And I think the defensive line needs one edge rusher on the opposite side. Other than that, I think it's pretty much intact. There's a lot positive about how the roster has been 
constructed over the last season and a half. I think we'd agree, yes? Yes. Okay. I think we know that the players still support their head coach. They pretty much mm -hmm. almost said it to a unit, if not to a man. And we know definitively that I haven't heard a person, and you probably won't hear that one or two persons, if they don't like Justin or don't want Justin, they're not going to say anything because they don't want the other 98% <laughs> of, mm -hmm. the, of, the, of the locker room to come down on them. We know definitively that the team respects Justin, and not just the team, but the coaches and Hallis Hall, you know, all the workers, I mean, pretty much to a person. So, and we know we have two picks in the first round, and we know we have the first pick overall. That's what we know. So, what do we do with what we know? That's the question. What What do you what, guys think we do with what we know? What we do versus what we should do. Well, what we what what do you not not so much what you think they'll do, but what, what do you what we think, think that they would be do? the best? Okay, yeah, best course of so, action. Yeah. So, what everything you said with having so we said got number one receiver. Got a okay off offensive line, could get depth. Okay running back group. Actually, good running back group. I'm not going to say okay. Good running back so, group. Defensive side of the ball is has the potential to be top 10. Quarterback, everyone loves him. To me, toughest guy on the team. To me, can do everything you need him to do on the football field. To me. You use that first pick overall to get more picks. And you build out this roster. And maybe you draft a quarterback in the later rounds. Maybe you sign a Wiley bet. I don't know what you do. But you continue to build out this roster. And continue to see. Because you still have, even if you don't pick up the 50 option which I think will be dumb. But if you don't pick up the 50 option, see what he can do in this one this one year. Now, Jim, you better hope he, you might not want him to pop too hard in this one year because then, <laughs> then you really put yourself in a, in a situation. But I believe the way Poles has been building this roster, the potential to pop is there. Like it's there. I'm I'm not one that's fascinated with all the numbers when they come to Justin Field. Because if you look into the games and you watch the games and you take into context what you're seeing, it's not the numbers that's holding us back. It's it's so many other things. So many small things. Like not having a number two receiver. A quality number two receiver. You know, like he has a Play security calling. blanket in, in Cole Komet, which we saw over the past couple weeks. Cole Komet got banged up. That really affected the passing game, too. You know, play calling has been an issue. So it's been other factors where everyone want to say, oh, that's been excuses. No. Those are facts. Are you watching the games or are you not? Because the kid, because the kids you all are in love with needs those same things that I am speaking of. It, it, yeah, he needs those same things. 
So if we just go get Caleb Williams and don't address all these other things that held Justin back, in a few years, you all you people that was off of Justin Fields going to be off of Caleb Williams because he needs the upside, and he's smaller than Justin Fields. But it so, resets the rookie the, the, the contract, the, resets the I, clock. What about the, that? The dumbest, the dumbest thing in the world, man. As fans, thing in the world. we shouldn't even be worried about that at, at all. At all? Why? Who, Why? Who that's can't... part of the factors. It's that's part of the new NFL. That's when, part of when, you got to factor that in. When did that even become a factor? Why? Why Patrick Mahomes. Care? Why do we care? Joe Burrow. But how much money they're spending? Josh Allen. Like, it's a factor. That's, that's look at what not, you can do. Not, look at the free agents you can get. That's man, look how good worry. you can. Look how much money you have to be able to do other things with. First they, off, uh, with the with the cap in the NFL, hey, you can you can. You can do anything with the cabin in the field. We seeing what Denver doing right now with goddamn Russell Wilson. Told that man, pay cut or we benching you and we're going to release you. We'll take the hit. <laughs> like, like it's only a hit for one year. Like, uh, so, like, you know, like, so, like, even with as much as people talk, and I know I've talked about the Daniel Jones contract, they're only on the hook for one more year. One more year. If I'm if I'm the Giants, I go I go draft the quarterback now. Eat that forty million and then let them go after that. Like so, it's it's ways where this stuff can be done, man. I I think a lot of these takes are just lazy, and a bunch of oh, that's what they say you got to do. That's what Mike Tannenbaum told you got to do. The same <laughs> Mike Tannenbaum who's been fired many of times or whatever. Who that's wasn't the last, great the last guy? I would you give him to like, like that's what ESPN. he told you. You gotta do. Like, come on, man. The like, only reason, the only reason why he has a job there is because uh, Greeny's a Jets fan, <laughs> <laughs> and he used to be the GM of the Jets. Come on, man. Well, let like, me let me riddle me this, Batman. Riddle me this. I heard uh, one Josh Schrock on uh, some show called Football Night in Chicago uh, just say this past. Uh, day this past week in the last 24 48 hours that if you get Caleb Williams then you spend your free agency money that you have on T Higgins and now you have T Higgins and DJ Moore with Caleb Williams and you have his rookie contract so it gives you some fiscal flexibility for the next three years going forward trade Justin obviously and then you acquire some additional draft picks probably second third fourth round type kind of draft picks so what do you say to that? Does that not seem viable? Does that not seem like you 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 give Justin an opportunity to go somewhere? For those of you who love Justin Fields and feel mm-hmm. Justin Fields is the right dude and he's been done wrong here in Chicago, Chicago can't do right by quarterbacks, get just free Justin Fields, free Justin Fields, free Justin somewhere where they can appreciate him and he can have success nah. somewhere else. You, 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 know, you know why I don't want that? You know why I don't want that? Why, why, why we can't do that for Justin Fields here? Now, granted, we don't have to go pay another receiver to do that. We can draft one because you're not going you, to get a top receiver with the tenth pick or the ninth pick overall. Maybe you get, get rid of, of Dunze, No, you, you, say, get, you, you, you get rid of your number one pick. That's what I'm saying. You trade. No, no, no. I, stick to the point. Stick to the point. Stick to the point at hand. But so with the number one Caleb pick, Williams, what are we doing? You, you get Caleb no, no, Williams. I'm giving the opposite. No, no, no. 
I'm telling you, this is another option. I heard your option. Oh. I'm giving you an option that's out there that the people are talking about. The people out there saying, Caleb, they, those who don't want Justin, those who are not mm -hmm. enamored with Justin Fields like you are, those who don't think Justin Fields is a victim of his circumstances, those who are not keeping him victimized, those who are saying this is about the best you, you're going to see. This is who he is mm -hmm. after uh, 37 games or 40 games. This is what you see. He's 10 and 28. That's what he is. Your record is what you said. What you, your record is who you say, or you, you, who you are, mm -hmm. what your record says you is, or whatever the point is. You get what I'm trying to say. So you I'll get Caleb because you can't you can't pass on another man. It's back to back picks, but number one pick overall, you're gonna pass on all these quarterbacks. You don't pass. Right. Caleb Williams is generational. He's just he's Mahomes like because the quarterback that's gonna hit gonna be Jordan Travis, and they. <laughs> Yeah, and they're going to say, y'all passed up on Jordan Travis, the one that's <laughs> tore his foot up, tore his leg up. You know, that's the one that's going to hit. That's And that's who they're going to say we passed up on. But to the greater point, you draft Caleb Williams number one. It's not, it should, it should, you shouldn't even have to think about it. That's what they say on FS1. Why, what, are, what are we doing here? Why are we thinking about it? Why waste time? You draft LA Caleb Martin. Williams. You draft Caleb Williams. You draft Caleb Williams. Is T. Higgins going to cost that much on the market? He's gonna be he's gonna be expensive to some degree. He, he shouldn't. He, he shouldn't. had a down year, but he. I'm saying he. Well, okay, that bit works out for Chicago even better. You getting him, and he's not gonna cost as much. You getting him, he's not gonna cost as much. But you pairing him with DJ Moore, now you got two legit receivers, mm -hmm. and you got Caleb Williams, and you got more money to do stuff with, not just next year, but going forward. And you got additional picks that you gave up Justin Fields. So now yeah. what? Now now Caleb is coming into the better situation than Justin was in, and now he has a better Fox. opportunity. And you change mm -hmm. offensive coordinator. And guess and, and, and guess what? What's that? I, I'm I'm going to be a fan still of the Chicago Bears. That's number one. But number two, I bet not here. He's a rookie. Give him time. With all these, no, uh, 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 nope. He don't get time when when we done. Now made those adjustments for the offense for the rookie quarterback that we didn't do for the past quarterbacks. Now he's he's on an accelerated plan. We yeah, made that's, improvements. That's not fair to him, though. It, oh, to yeah. me, it is. CJ Stroud came in. To me, it is right because that's Stroud what they're using. It, that's what they're using now. That is fair. That is fair. We went from three wins to seven wins. So. You're saying the quarterback was the reason we did we that's what's no, going on. No, 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 no. I'm saying that you can't you can't put that pressure on on him just because so if so if you he comes in us as fans us as fans can't put that pressure on Caleb uh, Williams that, just that, just not. because that, he's no, that's one that's not that's not right. Stroud came in with less around him. That's 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 to. that's not right. That's that's not fair to him. But we got I, to. I get you. I get you. That's what that's what we're like GM is saying, the fan base wants. We're putting him in that situation because we have improved. No matter what people want to say out there, we have improved. And let's be real. So, they they tried, they tried to help Justin last season with with, with Claypool. They gave up a second round pick for him. Hold on. Oh, we, we passed all that, man. We passed all that. I'm talking yeah. about the future. I'm talking about the futures now. I don't want to hear right. about Claypool. It's, it's about I don't want to hear about what Justin had to go through. I'm talking about so, right now what was, we're was, doing to make this franchise wait, wait, go I'm forward. Just, I'm just saying. This is your opportunity. Pose tried to help. He right? tried. He Mooney, tried. Mooney was I'm, supposed to take a step. He didn't take that step. 
Claypool yeah. was an idiot. He's gone. And you and know. it's still showing at the place he at now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, so, and Mooney is showing that he, he ain't what it is. I don't think it'll be and 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 it's not saying that Justin is to blame. It's just saying it, it's No, I, you're not saying that, but but the optics of it is going to say that Justin Fields was the reason, was the issue that we couldn't get over. Whatever hump they want to say. Caleb Williams will have to come in if we go get uh, T. Higgins and whatever else we do with our draft capital, it's going to be deemed that we have a more improved roster. The consistency is going to be we have a more improved roster with a more talented quarterback. That's going to be the consensus. So I I don't want to hear that he's a rookie. Because at this point, we won seven games this year. We can't win five next year. No. We can't. Let me ask now you. Now we this. can't win five with Justin either. How is but that gonna how is that gonna affect the locker room? Making if, that if move? You, yeah. Look, the locker man, room that they feel like it, they feel like that they're on a they're on an uptick right now. It, 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 would only, it would only affect the locker room if you're losing. Right, winning cures at all. It will only affect if you're losing. This is what you're asking for, Bear fans, when you want Caleb Williams. Now, I don't believe any of what I was shouting out there. I'm being devil's advocate. I'm sure you probably realize that. But that's what that's 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 the the other side of that's the other side. That's the other side, and that's a real that's a realistic situation. Like we cannot, we cannot, and they're gonna, and I know a lot of them are gonna say, "Oh, y'all, you're just a." You're just a field supporter. No, we went from three wins to seven wins. We get rid of the quarterback, a third-year quarterback, a young quarterback, still young quarterback. We get rid of him for a new one who you all are elevating to heights unbecoming. Like, we should win 10 games next year. Yes. It's that simple. It's that simple. You all are placing those expectations on the rookie. Not us. If Justin comes back, if we keep Justin, we should win 10 games next year. That's my expectation. We won seven this year. I believe we should win 10 next year. So help me understand this. Help it make sense to me. Everyone who's saying Justin can't pass for 300 yards and he passed for under 2,700 yards again and so on and so forth. Uh, He hasn't shown any growth. Um, explain to me why DJ Moore had his best career year, very first year, receiving. and it would have been touchdowns. higher had Justin didn't miss. Had four Justin, games. right? He missed four games, right. and Beijing wasn't, missing... wasn't throwing to him. <laughs> That's the missing four games. He's had the most receptions in his career, ninety six, the most yards, ninety six catches. Yeah, yes. Jeez. He was, and he was targeted more in twenty twenty one. What's had the ba- 100- wait? What's the Bears record? Uh, it's like one fifteen. Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall got like crazy. Okay. Now I think I know he, I know he had y'all. a. I know he had a fifteen hundred yard season. I believe Marshall he would have beat the fifteen hundred yards if Justin don't miss them four games. But I don't know if he catch them in the receptions. Okay. That's it. I didn't. I didn't. I knew. He, I knew the yardage. I didn't know the uh, the number of catches though. That's wild. Okay. But yeah, but that's and eight, and eight touchdown receptions. Career high, career high, and his and that's what like you guys just said. 
That's with Justin missing four games. <laughs> and all those touchdowns came from Justin. Wait, let me see. I don't think me... any of those came from Beijing. Hold on, let me let me look at the stats here. I want I want to look at the game stats. Like I said, I had DJ as my fantasy quarterback. DJ Moore. Uh, Brandon Marshall had 118 receptions in wow. 2012 and 1,500 yards and 11 touchdowns. Was that the uh, – yeah, that That's was the – first year with uh, – That was the 8-8 eight and eight year where they, <laughs> lost, they lost to Green Bay in the, uh, in the NFC North Championship game. No, not, not North Championship game. Yeah, it was the North. Yeah, it was the last game of the year. Winner. Oh, North Championship. I'm sorry. I somebody winner, said North. I'm thinking NFC, but you're talking about the division. Gotcha, the division, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. The winner, yeah. the winner took the division and went to the playoffs. Loser went home. Right. The, so uh, Brandon the, had the, the Conti game, Chris Conti game. Brandon had the most career targets that year, 2012. And he had the most career receptions that year, 118. 90, <laughs> 96 for 1,364 yards. All right. Justin got hurt in the Minnesota game. Mm-hmm. All right. Jay Moore didn't score, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he scored right. one touchdown in, against uh, Detroit. He had seven catches for 96. But Justin played that game. That was Justin. So you talk about Carolina, the Saints, Oh, oh wait. I'm, Chargers, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the, the wrong. Wait, 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 wait. I was looking at the wrong no, Minnesota game. I'm sorry. Right. He had, uh, no, he had no catch. He had no touchdown catches. Eight During catches, 50. Time. Eight catches, 54 yards against the Raiders. Listen uh, to that. Eight catches, 54 yards. Four catches, catch. four catches, 55 yards against the Chargers. Uh, three catches. Three catches, 44 yards against New, uh, New Orleans. Thanks. And then Carolina, remember the Carolina win, uh, five catches for 58 yards. Wow. <laughs> So almost a little over two hundred yards, basically within that. So, yeah. So against yeah. against the defense that that knocked Justin out of the game, second time around, thirteen targets, eleven catches, one hundred and fourteen yards. Against the division winner, the next week, ten targets, six catches, sixty eight yards, and a touchdown. And then against Atlanta, a team that's pretty much parallel to where you're at, nine catches on thirteen targets, one hundred and fifty nine yards, and a touchdown. Almost 18 yards to catch. But hey, who's 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 minding these numbers? Against Washington on national TV. On, on primetime TV. I should say national, it's college. But primetime no, TV. It was on international TV. I, I watched it in, in Vancouver. On, on, on global TV. Yes. <laughs> he had 230 yards <laughs> and three touchdown catches at 28, almost 29 yards of reception. By the way, sports, and that was Sports Center in in on in, in Canada, TSN. The entire night was dedicated to Justin Fields and DJ Moore uh, highlights. <laughs> the entire night. That's all they were talking about. So, the, like, come on, man, what are we crazy. talking about here? And and his percent, his percentage to like everyone knows that's who he's trying to go to. Right. He has over seventy percent percentage to DJ Moore. Almost a perfect passer rating to DJ Moore. Has never thrown an interception going to DJ Moore. Like, like these are things people don't acknowledge. These are numbers people don't want to talk about. They don't want to talk about. Them. Like that, that stuff is that's a real deal. That's a real thing. And that's without having any kind of viable option other other than your tight end. 
to throw to. So everybody knows you're throwing to him, just like he said. You're not getting help anywhere else, consistently anywhere else, from any other receiver, period, point blank. You know, it, it went from the beginning of the season. People on Fox saying the reason Justin should be gone, DJ Moore got worse. Who said now, that? Who said oh, that? James Jones and uh, James, Not James, James, Jones. Jones, James Jones pissed me off when he said that. And he hasn't come back around. Even though he's come back around onto the Justin side, he's never come back around and corrected that. But him and, you know, Shady ate that up. You know, but but that's what I'm saying. Nobody, now when they speak on it, they don't even mention that connection. <laughs> and that and that's what frustrates me so much that DJ didn't get the Pro Bowl vote. Because it, it now looked like you know, we we ain't got nothing. Like, this dude set career highs across the board. Across the board. Well, at least he said he got snubbed, so that meant he was close at least. And the reason he got snubbed was because Justin got hurt. Yeah. That's why he got snubbed. The, 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 the statistics show it. Like I said, if it was anybody's stats I was looking at closely, it was DJ Moore's because he was my fantasy receiver. <laughs> so I knew the drop-off that came when Bajan took over. I knew mm. it. I felt it. You felt it, yeah. Like, like, so that's evidence. Like, with that number one receiver, what he did. Man, it's all these people. So he need all this. He need all this help. No, he don't need help. He just need a better number two. Everybody needs help. Everybody needs help. You know, y'all favorite quarterback, he got a tremendous amount of help. And now y'all want to make a million excuses for him. The Eagles quarterback. And I love Jalen Hurts. But he got a tremendous amount of help. Mm -hmm. Tremendous amount of help. That one hit is over with. Yeah, let's hey, see. Justin is no Daniel Jones. I mean, <laughs> Daniel Jones got a $40 million contract. But throwing 15 touchdowns. Yeah, Justin just threw 16. And Justin had not with nine interceptions. Daniel Jones only had five. And Daniel Jones threw for 3,200 yards. And he went to the playoffs. And if you're paying attention, you realize it's because of Saquon Barkley they went to the playoffs last exactly. year. And you the reason realize why they won the games because of Saquon Barkley. They, they went one and five in the division last year. That told me everything I needed to know. Like the Giants are frauds. They went one and five in the division. They've had 10 wins. And off that season where Daniel Jones got paid and they won a playoff game, he came right back. And in the six games he played, one and, one, one and five, and he threw two touchdown passes in six games and six picks in those games. So. If you can pay Daniel Jones, I don't see why you can't come around. I know I'm making a bad comparison, but it's just more of a I'm being ridiculous in the comparison. But I'm saying to, to keep Justin is a lot less ridiculous than the reason the Giants kept Daniel Jones. Man, you have and we wouldn't nearly be in the, in the fiscal issue that the, the, the Giants are in. We're not even close to that because you're still paying Justin on his rookie deal, first off. And, and secondly, they didn't have the first pick. And they don't have any anywhere near the amount of draft capital or potential for draft capital 
that we currently have. So, Ezra, I, yes, I, I went at I went at uh, Smoke about you know the, the, his choice to keep Justin. So uh, the same thing I posed to you: you you draft Caleb, you get a free agent wide receiver. Let's just use T Higgins for example. Why and you use your 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 second first round pick to pick another area of need. Why is that not? Why does that that does that work for you? Does that not work for you? Does that seem like a viable option? And where do you lay in that whole uh, situational construct? It could work. I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not arguing that. Mm-hmm. It could definitely work. Um, my issue though is number one. Why give up on Justin at this point? Because he's showing you who he is. Has he? You don't, don't know that. He was 60% completion last year. I, he went up a tick would, to 61 this year. I he still can't pass for 3,000 yards in a season. I would hate for him to, to Drew Brees us. And, you and can't go, live your life worried about what someone Atlanta else is going to do. Or, or, or somewhere else and light it up. And it's going to be like, damn, what if? But the Chargers still live their lives. They still went to the playoffs. They had... Uh, dude yeah. from North Carolina State. Yeah, but but Philip Rivers Drew turned into a definite Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer. Philip Rivers has got potential to be in the Hall of Fame. He's yeah. on the cusp. No, but do you cusp. think do you think San Diego will take Drew's career in New Orleans versus absolutely uh versus Drew's career versus in come on yes absolutely. yes they will because Drew's career came with a Super Bowl absolutely. I, you, you, I tell you, 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 hey, listen, GM, GM, Justin go win a damn Super Bowl somewhere. I don't give a damn what our quarterback do. I don't care how good he is. If we don't win a Super Bowl too, oh, I'm mad. I'm mad to the mother. I'm pissed. So I can, it, go hold can it work? Am I, am I gonna am I gonna jump off the bandwagon? Probably not. I've been wearing these colors too long to do that. So probably not. I'm not asking you to jump off the bandwagon. I'm asking you, Kent, is that a viable option? That's what I'm it's, asking. It's, that... an, it's definitely an option. I, I think it's a viable option. It's definitely an option. So so we agree. You draft Caleb. <laughs> you can... No, no, we, no, that's not what I said. No, 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 no. I will I will say I, I just think the Justin option is a better option. All right. Why? Because you're able, you you're gonna be able to 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 get more weapons. You don't know if they're going to work. You don't know if those weapons are going to work. What weapons are you talking about? You that but you have, yeah, but, but, you, have, but you have a better chance. I know what T. Higgins can do. I don't know what these wide receivers. I don't know what Roma Dunze can do. I don't can know what Malik Davis can do. Can I, I don't know right. what Keon right. Coleman can do. You're right. He is, is a generational talent. What if you twist his that's ankle? The scouts, he, that's you know? the scout's job to make sure we get the right guys. But you know, You know why? I'm more confident in Justin. Wow. Because like GM, I mean, not like GM, like Ez was saying when I said Caleb has to come in and get 10 wins as a rookie. Ed said that's not fair to him to put that pressure on him. So so it's it's almost like you expect the rookie to have those growing pains. Yeah, you, you expect to. that. You have to expect that. With Justin, I'm not having that. Now, I'm not saying he does. No, 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 no. Hear me. No, I'm not. I'm not saying he might not be bad. 
What I'm saying is, there's no excuse for him. That's what I'm saying. So, if all the scouts are telling us that Caleb Williams is generational, I, I get it. He's my homes. But like, guess what? He's a better passer. He's and, a better. And, but he's yeah, a, he's a he, he yeah. does more with the ball. He can win but, games with lesser so, talent. So, Jim, you you're Danny? a player on this. You're a player on this team. You're a player on the Bears. You're DJ Moore. You're DJ Moore. We 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 decide we're gonna take Caleb. Now I'm coming back at you with this. Your scenario, Caleb, we get T. Higgins. Boom. DJ Moore has a 900 yard season. T. Higgins has a 900 yards. 900 900 yard season. Bears win. Bears win five games. With that defense that yeah, you're uh, talking uh, about? Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Bears win five games. Why five? Why are you picking uh, a number? Just, Why can't they win no, seven? No, 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 Bears win five games. Is that is that locker room still in favor of Caleb? Are you, DJ Moore, who just had a 1,300-yard season, with eight touchdowns. Now you took a drop. Now, granted, you got another person on the side of you. You took another, you, you got another person on the side of you, but the talk was that person on the side of you was supposed to elevate this team. And this quarterback was supposed to elevate this team. Instead, my numbers went down as well as our wow. win total went down. Are you happy in that locker room now? Because they got happy. rid of the guy that made I'm you. Happy. I'm not happy, but I'm not putting it on the young buck. No, I'm putting it on. I'm putting it on polls. And there you go. That's right. But that that's I'm, I know you're not putting it on the young boy. But now, but, but now is, that's a different way to galvanize a team. You can use that to win in spite of what the organization has done. So you could you could use that to rally for next year. Granted, I think if you get the rookie quarterback, I don't believe you're winning in terms of maybe even being playoff caliber or if you get to the playoffs that you're doing anything. I think your window for winning in your mind is expanded a bit, and it's more so for 2025, 2026 going forward. Mm -hmm. I think that's what, if the administration makes that kind of deal, I think realistically that's what they have to mm. expect could happen negatively. You you take a step back to take three steps forward is, is the is the, the well they got there. you know they I think. Part of this evaluation now is figuring out what the window is. Yes. When is when is it open? Is it, it does it does it open now? If it opens yeah. now, you bring in Justin back. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't, now, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't think they. I don't think they think of it that way though. It's hard to do that because it has to be now, no matter what decision you make. Why it has. Because if it's okay, we're gonna say we get Caleb Williams, and by twenty twenty six, we're good. DJ Moore is two years older, twenty twenty six. T Higgins is two years older, twenty twenty six. There's no guarantee they're going to be the same receivers then that they are today. So, ain't no pushing that window back because you because you reset the clock. You re, re you reset the clock to win in that time frame. 
Because if, uh, because if you, because if you, going, because going if you don't make the playoffs by year three with that reset clock, you're gonna be resetting the clock. What was you. what was Sweat's uh, deal? Five years, ninety something. Going into next year, twenty twenty five, free. He's probably not. Be, is, is he going to see that fifth year? I, I think he will. I think he will. Think so? Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot he brings to the team. He he's more than just a pass rusher. So I, I think he will. So, um, and he's also that's the, pass rushing that's on the, the case, side. Then it's not a guarantee that the windows that, that they see that the windows open right now. Well, twenty twenty five, your free agent list right now, as it looks, Eddie Jackson. Will be thirty one, Cody White here, who I don't expect maybe he's even not last be, next year. Next he's year, not, right? He's not going to be here. Tevin Jenkins, who's twenty seven, and then Cowrie Blasting Game, Travis Homer, Larry Borum, Khalil Herbert. None of which no, you have to yeah. really worry about. So now you're looking at that's next year with Caleb. Well, that's that, that, that's the that's I'm sorry, that's at the end of next season. That's the end of his Caleb, rookie season. End of his rookie season. So then you look at the free agency periods going into Caleb's second year. So 2026, now you're looking at DJ Moore, who will be 28 at that point, I believe. And he's making 20 million right now. Nate Davis will be what's almost his, 30. What's his number that last year? Um, one second. So DJ right now is 26 years of age. Um, his base salary... At, at the end of 2025 is 14 million. Next year is 15 million. So, oh, so this number goes down a little bit. So, but with uh, you looking at his, yeah, his number goes down because he was at 19 million this year, but with incentives and whatever, whatever, it wound up to be a cash uh, average, like it came up to be uh, like 20 million. And that's, so it'll be 18 so million. Is the cap number. Right, so it'll be twenty million. I'm sorry, it'll be eighteen million in the next year, eighteen million at the end of the year after that. So it goes down a little bit, but it's still an eighteen million range. But his, his base salary next year is fifteen million, and base salary in twenty twenty five is fourteen million. He's a free agent in twenty twenty six, and he'll be twenty eight at that okay. point. So you can probably give him another contract, especially if he's doing really well with uh, Caleb Williams or. Jaden Daniels. Everybody keep talking about Drake May. And don't want to talk about uh, Jaden Daniels. Throw that out there. But 2020, here's the, here's the issue. 2026 free agency class. So this is two years, two seasons from now, two complete seasons from now. Your free agents are DJ Moore, Nate Davis, Demarcus Walker, TJ Edwards, if you kept Justin, Justin, Andrew Billings, Kyler Gordon, Jawan Brisker, Braxton Jones. So basically, that's, that's yeah, Corey's. Yeah. Right. So getting Caleb allows you to be able to pay several of those guys because you'll have that rookie deal that you know is already in place. As opposed to because Justin is also a free agent that year, Justin about to be the one. Of course, you, you know, if you picked up his option, but you're going to have to pay him, you know, 50 million probably. Well, like I said in the past, if we have to pay him that, that means he's done something. We done something. I I understand that. My point to you is, though, are you going to be able to afford DJ Moore? Are you going to be able to afford TJ Edwards? Are you going to be able to afford, and keep in mind, 
TJ will only be he'll be almost 30. I get um, it. Kyler Gordon, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Kyler and Brisker. Now you know that's core, your secondary. Well, you don't now, gotta pay, you now, don't gotta I, pay all of them. Now, I understand what you're saying. What do you mean you don't pay all of them? They're all free agents. I said you don't have to pay all of them. You're not gonna pay Kyler and, and, and Gordon. I mean Kyler and Juwan. Sure. You don't pay them too. But yeah, you okay. may not you may not pay Edwards. You, okay, you get another but linebacker. Got, but you get, get a younger Braxton linebacker. Jones. You got a left tackle you gotta pay. I I don't like Braxton Jones now. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I, that's... I, I'm just I'm putting I'm I'm what I'm saying is as I'm saying all this, I'm saying these this is the thing that when you have these conversations, your typical fan doesn't know what everybody else is making. The GM has to visualize who my core people are and when I have to pay them yeah, and how much also, I may have to but, pay them. But I feel also, like the that's, cap's going up. The cap is steadily rising. But I understand like, that, but the players the, the players know that too, so they're going to ask accordingly to the cap rod. Like you got the money, just like Jalen was saying this year. You got the money. They do, but don't this? I, but don't you this got more than one to... person to pay? But don't this speak to me saying it should be about winning now. Because because no matter what, choosing later, you still gonna run into that. And it can still be a problem, no matter if the fact that you're paying uh Caleb little to nothing, it still can become an issue. Am I wrong there? Because if if we like you said, we have to pay Justin. If we if have to, him. if we have to pay Justin, he did something special. That's well, I, right. That's but it's not just. I'm not worried about just paying Justin. I'm worried about having money to pay other people because I, I am paying I, Justin. I get that. I get that. I, I totally get that. Where's that money coming from? I don't know, but it's, if God, it'll be there. But if but but I'll say this. I'll say this. Real cavalier about that. I'll say It'll this: if 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 we got to worry about where that money gonna come from after Justin potentially getting us to a Super Bowl, well, let's say you don't get the Super Bowl. Let's I, say I, you I'm, I'm, we probably won't, likely won't. But if if so, by we talking after his fifth year option, right? If we picked well, up his fifth year option, right? You don't necessarily have to pick it up, but this he he'll he'll be a free agent at the end of 2026 if you didn't pick up his option. Right. So, so in that case, we're expecting next year we made the playoffs. Or, hold on, or you could have picked up his option and still decide, you know what, we're going to move on from Justin. So you don't yeah. pay him. But then but then you have to find who your quarterback is. Right, right. That's what, I'm, that's what I was about to say all this. You pick up the option. So 2024 season, we go from seven wins to ten. We make the playoffs. Maybe, maybe not. Fifth year. We make the playoffs, and let's say, I mean, 2024, we make the playoffs, and let's say we win a playoff game. His fifth season, let's say we get to the conference championship game. Wait, wait, wait. Stop. What about the opposite? I need to know. No, Here's the thing. Be, I'll it's, say I'm, every, the opposite every, to me, I'm I'm, I'm well prepared for that. No, no, because no, no. If, I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm saying the opposite. Of, if you keep Justin, but this doesn't work out. he They don't win. That's what now, I'm saying. And you're watching Caleb succeed somewhere else, you're gonna be fired because now Justin doesn't do much better than what he is. You don't you go 10 to 7, but you don't make the playoffs. You come back the next year and go nine and eight, and you don't make the playoffs. You're not losing, but you're not doing anything that shows you're winning. And now you're stuck without a quarterback 
because you don't want to pay a guy who's proven in five years that he's not going to get much better. That is a reality that they have to potentially have to contend with. Yeah. Because if yeah. you do find yourself in that situation, you are getting fired because you've let everyone will remind you, you've let two years go by where you could have taken the quarterback and reset the clock and give yourself more time to build around and develop that guy. Because you should have known after three years that this guy wasn't getting much better if you're any kind of GM. That's, that's the issue. On top of the fact that now you have to pay these other players. Because if you don't pay these core players, what you think is good about your team is also going to go out the door. And now you're doing a complete rebuild, new GM, new quarterback, so, so new head this, coach, all this stuff. So I asked this. I asked this because that's the, that's the thing. Not only is it resetting the clock, but give yourself time. Is it truly giving yourself time? Yes, it is. Because if we didn't win seven games this year, even Fruits was out of here. Even yeah, Fruits was but, gone. But you still got number one pick, so you but, can you, but, can, you can you can you can, you can get rid- here's the thing: if you're polls, I did not bring in Eber Flutes. I signed off on it, but I didn't bring yes, him he in. Did. Yeah. He did. He did. He didn't. He did. He didn't bring him in. He signed off. I, on my sources tell me that it was a it was a package deal because they both. Uh, with the same agent, Trace Armstrong. Okay, so okay, so basically, he didn't he didn't bring in Eberflus. Is my point? He signed. They were a package deal. They were together. They met and said, "Hey, I'm going to Chicago. You're going to Chicago. We're all good." Not when the head coach was being interviewed before the GM was being interviewed. They both had They already had come down. They had come down to their three coaches before they decided on who their GM was going to be. And Pace came in and said, I want my coach to be Eberflus. Not Pace. Uh, I'm sorry. I I said Pace. Poles. Poles came in and said, I want my coach to be Eberflus. So he signed off on it. So, okay. Well, he didn't conduct his own draft surveys or coaching surveys, what I'm saying. Let's just say what Ed's saying is right. So it's ultimately that's why Eberflus is still on the job? It's possible. Could be. But it's possible. I'm, I'm, I'm saying so, if well, if if because if that's the case, I don't, I don't, be, I don't believe that polls just said okay, I want the GM job. So if you guys want Eberflus, you, you we we can have him. No, it was this was it was orchestrated by their agent. I'm still saying that polls has not conducted a coach search. He still hasn't done that. And he did not draft Justin Fields. What I'm saying is polls, as a cover my ass situation for polls, he can point to, hey, I can redo all this stuff because he can, but it's 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 disingenuous to say that 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 it's Eber the Fools NFL. How many disingenuous motherfuckers are out there? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's, come that's, on now. That's kind of his only hope. <laughs> because, or because if it's the way you're saying it is, then Okay, you go off with Justin this year, and then Caleb flops next year. You both probably get fired. Yeah, it's so po- it, yeah, can, it, it's, can, it can very well be that can, case. Yeah. So in GM's version of it, Holes has a safety net for himself, not with him and it Pose, does, not it with gives, him and It does. Drafting Caleb Williams gives him extra time. It does. If if if. Eberflus I don't know. Is I don't, his guy. In my I don't. I don't know if Eberflus does. Iberflus. I don't. I don't necessarily. Yeah, you're right. Eberflus doesn't necessarily get the uh, get that safety net, but Poles does. Oh, right. 
Dude, how many coaches fired their best friend when they're coordinating? Like, look, dude, I'm sorry, you guys to go. Why didn't Pace get that that safety net? Pace, Pace hired. He did get a safety. Net. He got he got Nagy. And they got another year to draft Justin. So he, they should have so, been gone a year before Justin yeah. came in. They should so, have never been allowed to draft that player. So now, now that actually, in that in that case, yes, Nagy was not the guy that hired John Fox. Hope, John Fox Pace, was hired by well, by Pace. Ernie Acorsi. Did I say polls? Yeah, you, you said, said no. You said Nate. No, you said Nate. I said, said I said Nate. Nate. Sorry, Pace. I'm but, getting but, all of these but that Matt's but that, but and, that kinda, and Ryan's mixed up. Sorry. That kind of speaks to what I'm saying. <laughs> the fact that Nagy polls Pace hired Nate. Yes. And in your yes. case, yes. And in your case, is you're saying polls hired. Eberfuss. He didn't hire. He did not hire. No, 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 no. Don't say nothing. Did hire him. Don't say nothing, GM. You just GM. Because I'm with you, GM. But don't say nothing. I'm asking. <laughs> so Madden, 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 Ryan hired Madden, Ryan. But however we want to say it, both in both instances, right? Ryan hired Matt. Matt Ryan hired Matt. Right. Both Ryan's hired them. Right, 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 right. Poles right. and Eberfuss. Yes. Yes. Right. Pace and Nagy got fired together, is what I'm saying. Right. But you all are saying Pace didn't have a safety net because he hired Nagy. That's what you said. But Nagy was technically a second coach, though. Okay. Right. Now that, now that, okay. And he, and he had been given, he had been given six plus years, right? right? Seven years. No. Something was like it that. that long? Yeah, he got three years with it was three Pace. years with with uh with John Fox. Okay, so it was four I, I, years. I'm yeah. thinking I'm thinking he was with John Fox that one year and then got with uh no 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 okay they I came agree. in I John digress. Fox John Fox and Pace came in the same year. I digress. It was just that remember just Ernie didn't hire him. Ernie, of course, so, he headed up the uh the hiring for both the GM and the head see, coach. See, now that speaks to GM point. What you just said. Now it makes sense to me that Poles will get the safety net because Pace got the safety net, right? Because he didn't hire most. Most GMs get a second. Fox. They get a they get a second head coach. You get you get two, but yeah. most, you don't so, get two uh, first round picks and come back was, from that though. It was unfair. <laughs> it was un. It was kind of unfair to Pace because he yes he did he did not hire John Fox. They needed John Fox, and and like I said, Ernie, of course, he hired him because they needed stability back in that locker room because they turned into really? a circus with with Mark Trestman. And, and we've heard that from Lance Briggs many, many a times of how, how things uh, uh, escalated, what, what was going on there Yeah, at that time. So, yeah, so he, he will – he'll get – if he does drive Caleb Williams, it does give him uh, extra time. So he, he could be selfish in that way. It, and do that, and I, I, I think wouldn't. He, you can't. You I can't think, be mad at that. I think only way he gets extra time is if he see it fails in year one. He got to get rid of Eberflus, ASAP. ASAP. Right. That's well, what I'm saying. He would do. Here's what. Here's what I'm he saying. Has to. I don't. If if you're gonna draft a quarterback, you got to come in with you with think. an offensive mind coach. Yeah. Well, no, necessarily. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. do. Stop! Stop with that narrative. We just saw it in Houston that didn't that, that exactly did not happen. Stop! Stop! Michael Ryan's a different guy, man. Stop. I'm just you said you have to, and I'm saying stop. Mike Tomlin's not a, a, 
a he's not an offensive guy. And he hasn't developed a quarterback either. Okay, well, look at freaking the uh, Mecca Ryan's in Houston. What's the other example that's out there? Um, there's another one. I can't think of off the top of my head. A I defensive mean, guy? Harbaugh. Harbaugh was a freaking special teams coach. So stop. Stop. Okay. But you, you gave me, okay, that's two examples. Bill Belichick. And Har, by the way, Harbaugh was a, was, a, was a former quarterback, by the way. No, that's his brother. No, he was a, he was a small-time quarterback. Oh, my God. Stop. When? In, in, in 1975? Stop. He's two years older than Jim. He didn't coach quarterbacks, bro. He played that, the position, so he that's not how he got the job. He ain't stop. You know he ain't doing nothing to develop. He uh, grew up. Uh, he grew up under coaches. Yes, I understand that. My point is, he's not an offensive guru. Okay, to your point, you need to have an offensive guy. That's your point. I'm saying Harbaugh is not that guy. I'm sure John Harbaugh knows some knows some offense. And I'm sure Demeco Ryan knows some offense too, because if a defensive person, guess what you have to do? Go up against offenses. Okay, so so Stroud seems, seems to be as an OC okay. though. Are you coming in at a work? But under, you you under, uh, right right. Are you going to come in working under under Albert Eberflus and knowing that his contract situation isn't 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 long term? Look, look, man. Do you, do you want me to solve the problem? I, I, I'm I'm putting all Please these scenarios do. out here. I want and you to get hired trying. by them and solve all our problems. <laughs> and I've been trying to, to 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 say people what is a very viable, a safe, conservative yet aggressive approach to to sustainability and winning in the NFL for our beloved Chicago Bears. Now, I'll answer your last question first. What kind of OC are you going to bring in? Because Getty is clearly an effing problem. So what kind of OC is going to come in and work under Eberflus and take over a quarterback that has shown to have some deficiencies and is going to put your credibility on the line? And by the same token, if you're polls and you're the coaching staff, I don't want said offensive coach coming in for just one year because I want to, to be I want to establish some type of offense that my quarterback can grow and be groomed under, groomed under and have success throughout his tenure here, much like we saw happen with Brady. Various coaches became offensive coordinators, but there was a system in place, so on and so forth. So who can come in and instigate that system? Who can come in and doesn't have an agenda of leaving the very next year? I say you hire more than likely, possibly, one of these head coaches who's been fired recently, who are offensive-minded, because they're not going to be hired right away after one year. So you They need hire, a couple hire, of years. Hire Arthur Smith. Yeah. Because everyone kept saying he should go to Atlanta. Well, what was in Atlanta? Aside from the players that were there, it was all they need is a quarterback to fit the system that they have in place with those players. And if you watch Atlanta throughout the course of this year, you realize that Ritter was killing them. <laughs> and I like Desmond as you know a collegian, but he was brutal at some of the things that he did. And uh, Heineke was only slightly better, but very limited. What do you think about Biennemi? I would think about Bienemy, but I think Bienemy may have a shorter shelf life wanting to be behind another guy again. Because I think Bienemy, he he's he's been there, done that, and been screwed over in a lot of ways. I think Bienemy has a different path. I think someone like Arthur Smith, and I'm not saying Frank Reich, but again, another offensive-minded coach who was let oh, go. Shit. That's who it's gonna be. 
I didn't like, think right, about that. That's his boy. So I'm I'm just saying I'm just putting this out there. These are these are these are form these are offensive minded coaches. Oh, wait, offensive minded coaches. I man, are, I didn't I didn't think what, about that. But what what what? Let me finish. Would, let me finish. would Frank go work under the guy that was working yes. under him? You think, Mike, Mike Marks did with Lovey. Here, here's the thing: when that person, if you're the like you, you gave the example, Frank Wright, would he go work under Ibn Flus? When the person you're going to work under is a peer or a former colleague, the ego isn't the same as in I'm coming to work for some younger dude or some other guy who's trying to make a name for himself per se. I'm and working with a person. Especially when it's a it's a guy that's going to tell you, do whatever you need to do. I'm out of your a, way. A guy I've worked with before, a guy who understands me and he understands, they understand one another. And that person, Frank Reich or Arthur Smith, isn't going to be the person who's going to leave the very next year to get a coaching job because they have to repair their damaged, like Dan you Quinn. know. Yeah. So they're going to be there for several years, at least it, at the very minimum two, probably two to four, I'll say three. And by year three, Justin or whoever your quarterback is, I'll get to that, should be developed enough that he understands the system and then you can find peripheral players or and or whoever is learning under the offensive coordinator you have gets elevated to the next position. That's what we saw happen in new England. So your quarterback coach gets elevated to game coordinator or whatever the case might be. Okay. We've seen that, that kind of thing where you build a tree going forward, so on and so forth. But Eberflus therefore isn't necessarily worried that the other dude is going to take my job per se. Although as polls, if Eberflus completely fails, you have someone who has some head coaching experience. So as an interim option, that gives you. So it's a cover my ass on various levels at this point. Conservative, yet still progressive. Because I know now I'm getting good development with said offense. And not just Justin, everybody. Again, stop focusing so much on Justin Fields. The offense has to develop. Mm -hmm. You still have players like Tyler Scott that needs to be developed. You still have offensive linemen. You still have stratagems that have to be developed and, co and brought about cohesively so that teams – so it's offensive team and unit can understand what they're doing. So they don't have to think so much. They can just play. Now, that handles my OC situation. Justin gets the tutelage he needs, so on and so forth. Now, what about Justin? Because obviously I'm saying if Justin gets it, I want to keep Justin. Of course, I believe you keep Justin because of all the things, and I won't go through them again, but there are far more things about him that are right than are wrong. And the things that are wrong with him out on the field are coachable and correctable, holding on to the ball too long, okay? Um, being able to be more efficient with your dissemination of the passing and who you're passing to. You know, those kind of things are correctable through good coaching and better talent around you. Now, to the better talent situation, if I'm keeping Justin and I have the first pick overall, oh, my goodness, I could flip this for the next two to three years going forward. Just like we were fortuitous enough to have Carolina be really bad. No one saw them being the worst team, but probably being top 10 bad team. That's fine. If it's top 10 or top five bad team, I can work with that. So if it's a top five bad team, let's say you make a trade down with Washington. Okay. Washington's picking number three, correct? At this point? Mm -hmm. Two. Two. So two. New England's number three. Yeah, two right? New England's three. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's say you go down to, to number two with uh with Washington. All right. You're still going to get their first round pick next year. And you're going to get, you exchange them from one to two. 
and you're still going to get some subsequent picks this year, third round, fourth round, whatever, and maybe a second round next year. If you don't get a player from their team, which they may be open to do that as well because they're trying to clear some cap space and they're doing a whole rebuild. Maybe we steal one of their defensive interior linemen and we get a, a better interior three technique guy. But anyway, whether or not you get that player, you get Washington's pick. Now you got the player already too, though. If you if you really think about it, I know we got Montez Sweat. I'm talking about. Oh, you talking about defensive tackle wise? J- j- no, I'm just saying. Mm. With Washington, we we have a player already. Now, granted, might get another. But I'm just saying that Montez Sweat trade might we might get our second round pick back is all I'm saying, and oh, <laughs> and the player in that drive in that trade was Sweat. You get what I'm saying? What I'm Versus saying is you don't player. know if Deron, but you Payne, can get another player. Yeah, right. Deron Payne or Jonathan Allen might be available if Washington's mm-hmm. really trying to, you know, say Washington wants to keep, you know, one of their high end picks for next year, like their second round or their third round, and give us Allen instead. And give us their first round next year. You take that. Yeah, I would take that and run with it. Because mm-hmm. here's the other thing I can do. I could then turn around, possibly trade down from the second pick to New England. To, to, to not maybe not, not to New England, maybe to Atlanta. Tell maybe them you want Raiders. Kirk May. That's who they want. Maybe to maybe. But yeah. No. But 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 if, if I'm New England, I I wait because I know you're not gonna take a quarterback. I wait and I see you take. Marvin Harrison, I can just take Drake May. So if I'm New England, I don't necessarily make that pick. But if I'm Atlanta and I realize, well, we know Caleb is gone to that team. This is my shot. I don't have to give up as much because it's not the first pick overall. Now it's the second pick overall. I can give up a little bit less, whatever the case might be. Point is, the Bears trade down. And in trading down, you acquire more draft picks. You acquire more draft picks. Whoever you traded down with, that team more than likely, if they're going to have a rookie quarterback, isn't going to turn around and be the Houston Texans. It just doesn't happen that often. Okay, you're going to find yourself probably having a team that'll have a top ten. They'll be picking in the top ten the next year, and so next year you come in with two first round picks again. Next year you come in with two first round picks again, and then you come in potentially with a top ten, another top ten pick. Now it may not be the number one pick, but it might be number seven pick. That still gives you a lot of flexibility. And here's the other thing it's doing. You're still acquiring, and it's not just a first-round pick you're getting. You're getting other subsequent picks. And in doing so, you're able to draft more high-end caliber players. You don't have to hit on all of them, but you're going to have access to having better talent and them possibly working in with the core of what you're building now. Now, to deal with the cap situation you're going to have, we talked about it earlier. We come in 2026, there's some core guys that we have to contend with, not the quarterback, but some other players. Two players from your secondary that are important, you know, a few other players. Now you have a better latitude and better leverage to not necessarily have to pay those guys or to trade one of those guys or to let one of those guys walk, whatever, because you've got some talent that you've been drafting for the past couple of years and they're doing better. But on top of that, let's say you do want to keep majority of those guys. You have more money available to you, even though you got to pay Justin, you have more money available to you because, as Ezra mentioned, the cap does go up each year. But because you've drafted so many rookies, you haven't you're paid not, nobody. You're not paying veterans. You're not paying mm-hmm. free agent guys. So you have that money available to pay Justin. And how do I know that that works? Because we've seen Pittsburgh do that year in and year out. We've seen the Ravens do that. And we're seeing Kansas City currently do that with their dynasty going forward. So you're not paying a whole bunch of free agents. You have a core number of players. And it's staggering your payroll for the next 
several years, year five, six, seven, and eight, when those guys start becoming free agents or available for free agency, you already know two years ahead of time because it's staggered. So you have an idea of where your payroll is going. It gives you more cost control. And it helps your youth develop sustainability, consistency, and continuity. I hear some people say continuity equals mediocrity. Only if your continuity sucks. If your continuity is good, it equals success. And you can't tell me that the Ravens, Steelers, Chiefs, uh, New England for 20 years didn't have continuity. They did. That's why they were successful. You can even look at the the, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers to some degree. After uh, Brady got there, they had something set in place after he's been there, and they're still reaping some of the benefits from that because they've had that sustained continuity. The defense hasn't changed that much, and they built some of that with some younger players, but with the players they ever had in place. You put in Mayfield, you still got Mike Evans you're throwing to. You still got uh, the other guy uh, uh, that you're throwing to. And you still got some offensive linemen. So what I'm saying is you have an opportunity through the Chicago Bears to build through the draft, keep your cost control down, develop your continuity, to keep going forward with the head coach you have. You can access some kind of offensive-minded talent out there, whether it's one of the veterans I mentioned who are former head coaches looking for jobs who aren't going to run away right away, or maybe some of these other younger guys that want an opportunity to uh, develop and take Justin, and if they can show how well they do with Justin, they can more, almost guarantee that they'll get a head coaching job. We just seen what Slowick right now is getting job opportunities because of how well Stroud did this year. So that's what I'm saying is more realistic. It's viable. It's within your control. But the things that are out of your control aren't so wildly out of your control that you don't have fail safes in place to keep your fall from being a precipitous one, but being a very short fall. Instead of falling from the top of the bunk bed, you fall from the bottom of the bunk bed, and you can still get up, get back to sleep, and keep keep it going forward. Maybe not the best analogy, but you get my point. I've fallen so out of the top bunk before. It's, it's, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. But that was back when I could I could take those types of things. Right. That was back when I was a little softer yeah. and a little more pliable yeah. myself. Yeah. I ain't falling from the bunk bed now. That's just, that's just gonna hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so so what I'm saying here, I, I don't understand why that doesn't seem to be a very pragmatic and plausible thing. And not only that, but you can still get your wide receiver you want this year, and you can still get other players at other positions that you need as well. And to me, that seems the most viable way to do things, cover your ass, all those things are wound up in one, and still have one of the most dynamic playmakers. Because Justin is a playmaker. Let's not think that he isn't. He's one of the most dynamic athletes that we have at that quarterback position and you don't just throw that away not to mention all the other things he brings intangibly off the field within that locker room and even some of the things he brings as a leader on the field with his toughness and his durability and his, his and the people go, he gets injured he's a durable quarterback the kind of shit hits, hits he's been taking other people wouldn't be get up from those believe that tough hey, so that's how that's my man ain't get a, go a whole year without a Personal foul penalty is fucking bananas. Shouldn't happen. Should file a grievance against the league. Got to. So how does that sound? Does that sound like a viable option? You're speaking sense there, man. You're talking sense. So that means we're not going to do it. <laughs> no, I doubt it. <laughs> we'll see. But hey, we got we got about three months to talk about this, guys. Uh, True. That. It's going to be a fun, fun off season for the for the Bears and. Uh, Please come back and take a listen because we're going to be talking about this for 
for for podcasts to come. Um, because of time, real quick, let's, real quick, let's get into uh, famous Jameis <laughs> and him going rogue against Atlanta. Um, hey man, don't say he went rogue. Okay, the entire team. It was a team decision. Team went rogue, man. <laughs> Golly, team decision. Man. Um, they were on the like one yard legs line. all over again. Scrambling legs all line. over again. Uh, they had the game one. They were up by by thirty points, and uh, instead of uh just kneeling on it, the way they call it victory offense, instead of kneeling on it, um, they ran in for the score. But who who's the who scored the Jamal touchdown? Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams for the touchdown. Uh, Smoke, you had some things to say about uh, some comments that were made by one Shannon Sharp. Go for it. Yeah. So to get this to get this out there first to kind of start it off, I do not agree with the type of play they called to do what they did. I don't agree. I don't agree. Victory formation. I have no issue with anyone being upset about that. Once Jameis explained it, everybody know me. I am a Jameis Winston fan. Once Jameis explained it, I'm glad. Gave, I'm glad you're proud of that fact. I love it. <laughs> I gave I gave my boy some grace. Now you got shining sharp on TV talking about if he was Dennis Allen. Jameis Winston is getting cut. I'm cutting him today. What? <laughs> First off, that's a that's loser mentality. And not the whole team didn't have a say in it. What about the defense? Well, you only putting the blame on one player. What about the offense? And yeah, and you acting like Jameis. Did the fake spike and ran it in for his own good. He don't get no credit for that touchdown. He handed it off. <laughs> like, so like, I mean, like some stuff on these shows be just too emotionally motivated in ways that I just really don't like. Like he was really bothered by this. Like, bothered. Like, like. Not not bothered that the Denver Broncos lost 70 to goddamn 20 <laughs> to the to the Dolphins. Like he was bothered. Like that, like that was his son's little league team or something. Like, <laughs> like man lose his job, then start bringing up his shortcomings. You know, that's why they didn't win in Tampa Bay when you were the quarterback. That's why they're winning now with Baker Mayfield. Pump the brakes. First off. When they won with Brady, they won. The next year, they was under 500. And then the next, now with Baker Mayfield, they barely made the playoffs. So pump the brakes. They're in a shitty division. Shut up. When Jameis was playing, the Saints was really like that. When Jameis was the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As Tom Brady saw, too. He just beat him when it counted. But, like, like it just bothers me. Like, take the personal attacks out of it. You was mad about the play. You did not agree with what they did. I didn't agree with what they did. But, hey, they did it. They wanted to get their boy a touchdown. Jamal Williams scored 17 touchdowns last year. He had zero to that point. So you damn right. F Dennis Island. Because I know a lot of people in New Orleans. And they hate that man. So it's something to be said that the team said, <laughs> get me, coach, we going to get our boy in the end zone. 
And who's to say that man might got an incentive for that, for getting one touchdown? Like I said, the they could have just tried to just run a play. Right, that, but but if that man got an incentive, they say, look. This is the easy. They can stop us if we got there and try to run a play. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him in end zone. So we don't know. I mean, like, so yeah, I have a big problem. And I saw some other NFL guys and other guys in the media really came out and called Shannon out on it. They really did. And like, he tried to bring up other coaches, Bill Parcells and Tom and Bill Belichick and all these well, guys. He said he said that. Uh... That the team had basically, um, they had lost respect for Dennis Allen. If you're able, if you're able to do that, you've lost respect for the coach, and he should probably uh, uh, be gone too. Which I didn't, I didn't understand that. I that don't mean they they disrespect them. They, they I mean, made and a then made a choice, they, yeah, they made a choice for they got. Jim McMahon used to do it all the time to Dicker. <laughs> maybe, well, maybe McMahon didn't have that much respect for Dick either, but I don't think should anyone argued it? that 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 Dicker lost lost the team. Though I'm just right. saying, should he, should he have? I mean, Dicker let somebody else score a touchdown and not Walter Payton in the '85 Super Bowl. That's insane. I mean, just saying, just saying. Okay, so, if you watch that game, though, I'm a, I'm 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 gonna stick up for Mike Dicker here. You watched that game. They gave Walter I wasn't the ball. born, so I they they, they gave Walter the ball plenty of times to score, and the, and the entire defense was keyed in on Walter. They 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 gave him plenty of touches. Now, would I have given him one extra touch instead of giving it to Fridge? Yes, but if I had bet on right. Fridge to score, I would have given the ball to Fridge too. <laughs> but you know, That's it's just me. <laughs> if I bet on Fridge to score, <laughs> but but like. And like in Jameis, you know, uh, speech after the fact, he apologized to Dennis Allen. He didn't apologize to Arthur Smith or the Falcons. No, nor should he. He apologized to Dennis Allen because he has to deal with the without. No, uh, that wasn't right though. If had they had they lined up. Had they yeah. not lined up in in in, in, in victory, formation, nobody would have cared. But they, bad. but they about figured Dennis would have probably called a timeout. So they <laughs> wanted to get they, they wanted to oh, they wanted to get the score in. That, but I just didn't like the way Sharp reacted to that. I did. So now you you're giving reason for for uh, for teams to go all out during during victory formations now. Yeah. Now, yeah, they better, they better be prepared. You got to be ready. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it's near the goal line. <laughs> I mean, but like my boy said, hey, we got an interception and returned it to the one. Had we ran it in all the way, would it matter? But well, Jameis is Jameis. Only him can say. <laughs> only him. Only him can say something like oh, that, man. man. That man asked Jameis, he's like, man, you got to play them twice. Uh, we already played them twice. <laughs> so hey man, hey, hey! Look, I love to be on that man's team. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I get tired of it, man. Hey man. <laughs> man, go man, go sit down somewhere, man. Them dudes love him. <laughs> <laughs> what he say? It's like victories. You gotta lick him off the fingers. <laughs> Eat them W's. Eat them nom, W's. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, nom. Man, uh, um. 
national championship game, Michigan. Power beats, football, uh, man. Beats Washington. Yeah. That Power was great smash, smash mouth football, man. Yeah. I would be finesse. I think wa- uh, Washington wanted to play a Pac 12 uh shootout game. And yeah, they they went they showed up to the wrong place. Yeah, they showed up with a pistol and, and uh they had some cannonballs for, <laughs> in Michigan. They're like, man, that's what you're coming with? Yeah, okay. You know what's um, crazy though? What's that? What what was highlighted to me was the fact that like us in Chicago, we we can't play Pac Ten, Pac Twelve style football here. As much as we want to try to. It's just not conducive to the elements of Chicago. And it make you think. Caleb Williams versus Notre Dame. He he couldn't that 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 it just was too much. And now you look at Penix. But it was October. It was was nice. I know, but the style of play though. The physicality the physical style of play. I mean, because just like came from the Pac Ten. Because just like I get and he's in Green Bay. You're right. I'm not saying it's impossible. I mean, because yesterday was in a dome too. It wasn't like yeah. the elements, what? but but the physical style of play typically fits the colder climates. Well, I'm, I'm just saying a lot. A lot of your quarterbacks that come from the Pac-12 are, are your are your NFL quarterbacks. You know, so I, I I get you're saying it was a style of play, but I also think it was the coaching staff. I, I think. To some degree, in uh, Michigan has been noted they had some pro caliber uh, coaches mm-hmm. on that team, and they did some things that defensively you don't really see a lot of college schools do. And I think Penix was seeing some stuff he hadn't seen before. There's some complicated, you know, zone coverages they were where they were disguising stuff better than what they do in college, and it caused him to pause. But because of the physicality, to your point, that Michigan brought getting through, he didn't have any time to figure it out. Like Texas brought some heat, but he being Penix, knew, P- P- uh, Penix Jr. knew where he wanted to go with the ball. He knew where his guys would be. His guys were able to to get off either off the coverage or they knew where the soft zones were in the coverage. In Michigan, they think they run into one coverage. Next thing you know, it's like, nope, you just ran into somebody else that's covered. And so Penix has to hold the ball. And he doesn't have – I think, if anything, Penix's draft stock fell to late first round, if he's lucky, maybe second round, because he looked to be very immobile and a guy that can't do what you need quarterbacks to do these days, and that's get the hell out the way and move up field a little bit to buy yourself some more time and still be accurate throwing the ball. And that, that – now, that's one game. I think if when Michael gets to the pros, he'll adjust, he'll learn, he'll understand – but that's what he saw last night. And another thing brought out when Michael was in Indiana, Michigan gave him problems. So they may have a book on him and how to confuse and frustrate him. That's be factored in as well, too. Do you think uh, with, with Washington and Oregon and uh, USC and UCLA moving to the big 10 now, I know everybody has been talking about the West coast teams having to come to the Midwest in November. Mm-hmm. What about the opposite? Yeah, we've always Illinois lost having to go to USC in November and it's you know eighty degrees outside and being that, distracted. 
yeah, weather, your body that's, acclimating. Yeah, time that's zone. that's that's gonna be different too. Yeah, it's gonna go a little bit both ways. It's gonna take probably for three a, for to five a, years for to, a to a, uh, uh, a noon kick on the west on the west coast. That's gonna that's it's gonna be weird. Yeah, it's gonna be an adjustment. I mean, yeah. my most of my childhood growing up, Big Ten was losing Rose Bowls. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, and yeah. The, and the Pac Ten was like, what? What's 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 the big deal? <laughs> you know. So so yeah, there'll be an adjustment. Um, but I I think the harder adjustment probably would be for the West Coast kids to speed up their clock to come two time zones over. And to play a noon game when they're used to playing three, well, that's four, gonna five be tough. Yeah. Games. When they're going out to, yeah. to Maryland and Penn State, and Michigan, oh, yeah, Michigan, that's yeah. three hours. Yeah. That's that's Michigan yeah, three hours too. Yeah, time zone wise, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Chicago's two, or you know, the Midwest schools are two. Um, so yeah, so that's that's gonna be a deal. But uh, hey, that's why they play the games, right? That's right. Hey, let's go to picks. Uh let's see. I went way whoa! I went three and zero. Oh, it's a new year week. Yes, it's a, new, it's a new year. I'm back to five hundred overall. Uh, Smoked went one and two last week. Uh, you are now twenty one nineteen and two, and Glenn, you were two and one. Uh, you're now twenty five fifteen and two. And that is crazy, bro. Y'all should be winning off me this year. I really, man. I I should have taken your picks this year. In real life, <laughs> um, so I, I'm still man. I, I think I've done this every week now. I've been in last place. Uh, it's playoff weekend. It's Super Wild Card weekend. They're calling it. Um, I'm gonna start in the Deshaun Watson Bowl. Um, <laughs> without him. Without him, right. Right. <laughs> right. right. Um, I'm gonna take the Texans. They are plus two and a half. Take the Texans at home over the Browns. Uh, I'm gonna take the Bills. They are giving the Steelers ten. Really? That's a lot of points, bro. It is. You're a better person than me. Go for what you know. And uh, the Eagles couldn't beat the, the damn Giants last week. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna take the Bucks plus the three at home over the Eagles. Smoke, what you got? So I got all yours. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. I'm gonna go Browns minus the two and a half. I'm gonna go. We'll go Dallas minus the seven and a half, and I'm gonna take the Bucks as well. All right, and uh, Glenn, what you got? Okay, I'm gonna take the Browns minus two and a half. I think they're the most dangerous team in the AFC, not the Ravens. I mean. That are not the Ravens. I think the Ravens are the most dangerous team. I think the Browns are second right behind them. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs minus four against the the sadly deflating Dolphins. And I am going to take the Cowboys at home because they're a different team at home. And a seven and a half. 
against the pack they're giving up. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. Thank you, fellas. I think we solved a lot of problems <laughs> with the Next Chicago week, Bears. But now. Next week, Israel and Hamas. <laughs> no, that's thousands of years. I don't know if we can, we can, <laughs> yeah, we can we do that. that. <laughs> we can talk about it, though. Uh Thank you, everyone, uh, for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast and the Super Duper Podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and yours truly. Yo, Glenn. Yep, yep. Please take us out. Hey, it's like we always say. We ain't saying we right. We just know we ain't wrong. Listen to us, people. We know what's up. That's right. Mm.